We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is this is one I've been. It, it's funny, Ryan. When I'm making my predictions, it's kind of like, well, what's your prediction? Well, it depends on which side of the ball I'm breaking down at that particular moment. You right. Know what I mean? right. It's like when I'm breaking down the USC offense, I'm like, oh boy, this is going to be a tough one. When I'm breaking down the USC defense, I'm like, dude, you should, you can win this football game. You really yeah. can. So it's um, it's a big game as we talked about at the beginning, Ryan. It's a it's sure. a tough game to evaluate because you don't know who Notre Dame is right now. That's really the big key. But we're going to do our best, Mr. Roberts, yes. to to make our predictions for the game. So let's start off, and we'll we'll just do it this way first. Ryan, give yep. me your score prediction. I gotta I gotta get my my thing ready to share the screen. <laughs> give me your score prediction and break down how you see the game playing out as far as why you came to your prediction. Yeah, I, it, this was a this is a really tough one for me. This is I, I usually am not really a a big back and forth guy as far as like multiple scores each week, like kind of going back and forth. I usually settle on scores very quickly, but this was one that I kind of went back and forth in my mind a few different times as far as like where I wanted to pick this one. I believe this game and this pains me to say, but right now I am have to pick USC to win this football game, which is the first time I'm picking against Notre Dame this season or last season. I picked Notre Dame to lose to Southern California, 35 to 31 reasons that I came to this conclusion is one. I think Notre Dame is going to score a little bit against USC. Obviously 31 points is nothing to kind of turn your head at. It's a pretty good number. I don't think USC's offense uh, defense is very good. I think Notre Dame is going to be able to get back on a decent track this week. I think they're going to be able to score some points. USC, I think is just a tough team to be able to completely stop and counteract Caleb Williams. We've talked about a ton in this podcast, the weapons that they have. I think they're going to be able to score and to score some points in this football game. I think this one's going to become a little bit of a shootout to a degree. I ultimately just, I, I want to be proven wrong this week, right? I want to be proven wrong. I don't guys, this Louisville loss. I don't know why 
But it's, it's, it has stuck with me for a few days longer than usually a loss does at Notre Dame. I don't know why that is 100%. I think I know why, but, Ryan, and I'll, I'll, I'll explain it after you're done. Go ahead. It's just hard for me to shake right now, man. And I just don't think that – I think that if I pick Notre Dame to win this game for me personally, I would feel like I would be being dishonest with where my mind is right now. Mm-hmm. And my mind says USC is undefeated coming in. Yes, they have their faults, they have their warts, but they have the Heisman Trophy winner at quarterback, and they have a better offense than what Notre Dame has right now, and I think they'll be able to score a little bit of points. So I picked Notre Dame 31, USC 35, and a close one. You could convince me that it goes the other way around, where it's 35 Notre Dame, 31 USC. Either way, I think it's going to be a very good game. I think it's going to be highly contested. This isn't one where it's like 35, 24 USC. Yeah, I was going to ask you time. that, Ryan, yeah. No, I don't see it that way. I don't think this is one where Notre Dame tacks one on late to make it look like it's a little bit more reasonable than the, the you know, a little bit closer than it actually was. Like, I think this is going to be a highly contested game that's going to be a one-score game that could go either way. But I picked USC just because I just – there's a lack of confidence for me in Notre Dame right now, which I hope is proven wrong. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate – isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Notre Dame has a huge must-win game against USC this weekend. And if you're looking for last-minute tickets for this battle between the Irish and the Trojans, or if you're looking for tickets to your favorite comedy club or concerts or other favorite activities, then game time is the place for you. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. The Game Time Guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code IRISH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code IRISH for $20 off. Download the GameTime app today. Last-minute tickets, 
lowest price guaranteed. That's gametime.co. I can't say that I blame you in that regard, Ryan. Uh, I'll, I'll get into my prediction here in, in a few. Let me ask you a couple questions. I'm going to I'm gonna do a couple yep. things here, Ryan, to dive into where your head's at because yep. I, I understand where you're coming from, and I, and I think the Louisville thing to me is about it's not that they lost, it's how. And how just at times just inept they look, where you just like you didn't feel like I had a, a buddy of mine who's been a Notre Dame fan forever. I mean, you know, he's in his fifties, you know, he's, he's been, you know, and he's like, dude, I turned it off at the end of the third quarter. I was like, dude, the game was still, he's like, but yeah, I just watched that game. And I'm just like, I know this team's not going to win. Like you could just read, everybody just read the body language. It's just like, that's the concerning thing. And then, you know, do you really know that this coach is going to get him to bounce back? Right. I mean, that's, I remember, was it, um, I think it was 2018. Uh, it, it was, I'm trying to remember. It was, a. It, I think it was 2018, Ryan, it was 2017 or 2018. And I remember it was, uh, it was 2017 is what it was. And I remember when, when Ohio state went on the road and lost to Iowa and got embarrassed and urban Meyer was the coach. And, and I said, I was with a buddy of mine and I said, who do they play next week? He's like, oh, they got another tough one. They play Michigan State, who was like ranked 15th at the time. I said, man, I feel terrible for Michigan State right now. Like, I feel really bad for Michigan State because Ohio State is not going to take this well. They're they're not going to take this well. And lo and behold, that next week, I'm down in Miami having lunch with a buddy of mine from from middle school, and we're watching the Ohio State game. And it was 48 to three, and it wasn't that close. Because some teams, you just know who their coach is, and you know that that loss is going to piss them off, and they're going to come out that next week and take it out on somebody. We don't know that about Marcus Freeman yet. Not, not that he's not. We just don't know. We don't have enough data. And so I I get it, man. I, I really do. And that's, right. that's why I'm changing my prediction philosophy this week, which I'll explain when I get there. So I actually understand it completely, man. There's there just nothing yeah. we saw Saturday should would instill confidence. Like, man, they they played their butts off. They just, you know, that other team just, that was their day. It was like, right. dude, they even want to be here today? Like They got, they got outworked. They got yeah. outworked in that football game. It wasn't yeah. a, it, like, I honestly could take Notre Dame losing a game once in a blue moon where it's just like, you know, they were just better than Notre Dame. They were just right. better, you know, like Ohio, Ohio State last year was that one for me where it was like Notre Dame hung in there for a long time. But at the end of the day, like Ohio State was just a better team than Notre Dame. Like they just were more talented. The Louisville game, they weren't more talented than Notre Dame. They wanted it a whole lot more than Notre Dame. And they were better coached that day by a landslide than Notre Dame. Like those things, yeah. it's troubling, man. That's very troubling yeah. to me. So I just, my, my confidence is shook a little bit, but. I hope that I'm wrong. I'm setting myself up to hopefully I'm the good luck charm of picking against Notre Dame. Maybe I'll do that every single week if, the, did, if this works. Did you know. never you didn't pick against them at all last year, did you? I think I may have picked Ohio State, may but have, I need yeah. to go back and look. I mean, either way, I I I, I may not have. I can't remember yeah. though. I'll go back and I can look it up for you because I I mean normally I like you said you you haven't done that. You definitely haven't done so this year. Oh, definitely that's, not this year. Yeah, no, definitely that's not for year. sure. And honestly, there's not a game yet that they should have lost. So far, I mean, as far as like when you look at the matchups and the teams and all that, not like how the games played out, but just how they've gone. So this this is one from Irish fans since 73. If the game plays out that way, that would be a little surprising. 
even with the cold and the rain and the wind, it would still surprise me a little bit. Yeah. Let, let me let me say this to you, Ryan. Here's a question that I have for you. So if Notre Dame loses the way that you that you have them losing, yeah, what's the storyline coming out of the game? Like what what what, what are, are are you feeling like okay, you feel a little better about the team? They battled. Are you are you do you still have sort of a uh oh feeling if USC wins a game, like you yeah. said, in a shootout, a back and forth game, USC just yep. you know, Caleb Williams makes the plays of the end. What what are what are those key storylines coming out of this game in your opinion? I still feel about the same, to be honest. I think there's still an uh-oh feeling in there because 31 points, while it's better than it has been for several weeks now, it's still not great against this USC defense. Like that's still not a good unit, right? 31 points is not like this like onslaught of offensive production. It's just a better number than what you've had this past this past week. So I actually think that this game will will be kind of just continuance of like feeling that uh-oh because also that means that you would have given up 35 points to USC, which I know in a vacuum, you say USC averages over 50. 35 is obviously a lot lower than 50. But Notre Dame's defense has been playing really well for the most part this year. You're hoping that you're able to kind of stifle them a little bit, maybe hold them in, you know, to the lower 30s in, in this situation. So I, I just think that this continues my skepticism, I think, is kind of where I'm moving towards here. I think that the main takeaway, the main point that I come out of this game is that Notre Dame – is still very talented, which is why this game is so close. But I just don't think that the problem areas that we are worried about or I don't think enough has been answered after this week is kind of like my main takeaway. Mm-hmm. I think the offensive line plays better, but I don't think it's substantial if this ends up this way. I think you could score 31 against USC as Notre Dame just by playing sound football. You don't even play exactly. good football. Like it's exactly. just okay. But I don't think it necessarily answers any of the problem areas that you had by scoring 31 points. So I think that the skepticism is still there, to say the least. Here's my concern if that happens. And here's why I agree with you that I have the concerns. Because if you only score 31 points against USC, that means you have joined the ranks of Nevada, Nevada and Stanford as the only two teams that USC has held below their season scoring average this year. That's it. So Nevada in Nevada coming into the game was uh, now. So this their scoring average against everyone other than USC is fifteen point eight. They scored fourteen. Stanford's uh, against everybody other than USC has scored twenty one point five. They scored ten. San Jose State has scored twenty eight against everyone. They scored twenty eight against USC. Uh, Arizona State has averaged sixteen point eight points per game against everybody else. Twenty eight against USC. Uh, Colorado has averaged 31.4 points per game against everyone else, 41 against USC. Arizona has scored 27.6 points against everybody else. They scored 41 against USC, 28 if you count regulation, and that was with their backup quarterback. So that's a bad sign for me. So I'm with you. I would still have some of the similar concerns uh, if they lose this game. Let me ask you it this way, Ryan. What are the th- If Notre Dame wins this game, what are three things that you predict will happen that will result in Notre Dame winning this football game? The the run game is completely different than what we saw last year, for one. I think that, that if, if Notre Dame is able to win this football game or even potentially convincingly, I think it's because, one, the offensive line has a great football game and they have a little bit of a turnaround performance. They're able to run the football at a much higher degree. Last year, maybe the game is still in the back of my mind too much. Maybe the bad taste is still in my mouth, but – I remember Notre Dame not being able to run the football against USC last year. So I think the run game would be a big thing. I think the second thing that we kind of talked about a little bit is that you're going to limit 
the run game on the other side of the ball. So it's a little bit interrelated, but I think it's just the battle of the run games. If Notre Dame is able to win that one convincingly, I think that'll be a big one. And then ultimately the last one for me is you're going to miss some tackles. Like I I don't think that's going to be a clean sheet this week against USC, but are you able to cut down on those mistakes in space? If you are, then I think you're going to be able to hold USC down enough where you can potentially win the football game at the end. So I think tackling is a big one for me, but I think a, a two-parter that's a part of the same the same point is can you run the football at a high rate and can you stop the run game and make them a one-dimensional offense? Those are the three things for me. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. This episode of the Irish Breakdown podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you ever feel like your brain is getting in its own way? Like you're laying in bed at night with your mind racing a thousand miles per hour and you just can't sleep? Like when you know what you should do, what's good for you, but you just can't do it. Therapy helps you figure out what's holding you back so you can work for yourself instead of against yourself. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. When you get there, just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Irish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot Irish. If they do that, what's the biggest takeaway from this game? What would it be for you? If they're able to do those things and win the game, what's your take? What's yeah. your biggest takeaways? I mean, my biggest takeaway from a national perspective is that like, hey, Notre Dame answered the challenge from a just full scope perspective. Because I think a lot of people are waiting for the downfall here, to be honest, Brian. I think a lot of people are, both from the Notre Dame side of things, from the national side of things to say like, Oh, Notre Dame's five and three. They're not any difference, right? They, they lost their two biggest games of the season so far. I think that people are waiting for that downfall. And what I'm waiting for is to see, does Notre Dame have punch to them, right? Does this coaching staff have punch to them? So if they're able to win this football game in general, no matter if it's an ugly score or a, a convincing score, whatever, that shows me that this coaching staff is up for the challenge and that there is still – there's still – a breath of fresh air to what this team could be. There's a level up. So I think that right. Like overall, I think that there is a long-term implication to this football game. I do. I think that this one could be the start and the catapult to something. 
It could be positive or it could be very negative, but I don't think there's a lot of in-between ground. So if Notre Dame's able to win, I think that this is a big statement of this team's growing, but there actually is a plan in place that is attainable. To, to me, Ryan, it, it's it, it could even be that the, the negative leads to positives, meaning like it, it's going to lead to you've got to make changes, right? It could be that wake-up call to be like, hey, man, you can't, you can't coach this way because you're always going to have some instance where you're going to face a kid like that, a quarterback, or an offense that you just – you can't keep in check. You say, well, you know, Caleb Williams don't come along very often. Well, right. you played one in 2018 by the name of Trevor Lawrence. You played in offense led by an elite quarterback in 2020 by the name of Mac Jones, right? Like, yeah, you kind of actually have got to this point several times in some big moments where you've had to play against a a, a kid like this. Last year with USC and C.J. Stroud, you know what I mean? Last year you had to face C.J. Stroud, Drake May, and Caleb Williams last year, you know? And so it's like, yeah, you're pretty much going to have to play a team that's going to have that kind of offense if you want to win a championship. So if you want to win a championship, you – you know, you better like don't go get CJ Carr and Kenny Minchie and Deuce Knight and then not let them be that type of guy, right? That's going to be the, the the key here. So, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see how you might out. you may as well like if if you're going to be this conservative team, then just be Wisconsin, right? Like just be Wisconsin that we saw for several years where it's just like we're just getting good solid right decision makers and and system quarterbacks and we're going to run the football at a high degree just steer into that man stop right. teasing me with sam hartman and cj right. carr and deuce knight like stop teasing and me let everybody that, know <laughs> that's your standard yeah. at notre dame is hey look guys we're just trying to be wisconsin we're just trying to go 10 and 2 every year and and and, and you know I'll, I'll destroy you like in every show that i do if you ever admitted that right because that should never be the standard at notre dame and and you know and i don't think ultimately in his heart marcus freeman believes that but that's what you're going to get if that's who you want to be, right? Like the way Jim Trestle coaches football is going to have you pretty good in today's era. I don't know that it wins you championships, and and we'll have plenty to say about this in the off season. You you want you ready for me, Ryan, to make my my picks? Because you yes, you sir. know what it is. Yeah. So in the past, Ryan, I've always and I changed it this year. In the past, I would always make my predictions based on what should happen, and what does that mean? I break down the film. I look at the roster matchups. I look at the player matchups. I look at the statistical matchups. Who's good here? Where you know where are they good? How does this team compare relative to to you know who they've played and who they've defeated and things along those lines? And the fact of the matter is, is that Notre Dame is a five and two team that has not played great football the last three weeks against really good football teams. Three teams that are better than anyone that USC has played at all any point in time this year. And you take those things into context. And you say, well, yeah, USC's. You know, USC is dominating, but uh, they're playing bad teams, but they're just absolutely dominating those teams. And and that was true the first three weeks of the season, not not the last three weeks, at least the last, last three games, I should say. So I went away from that this year and tried to actually get into what I think would happen. And that's failed miserably. That's why I'm not a multimillionaire who uh, bets on uh, games all the time. So I'm going back to me to what should happen. Breaking down the film, who Notre Dame should be right now, and even who they've been at times this season, and then who USC is. And so that's how I came to my score prediction, and I'll break it down here in a second. But, Ryan, uh, we are very close to score. I'm going with Notre Dame 34, Southern Cal 31. I'm going to be completely honest with you, Ryan. Uh, on Monday and Tuesday and early Wednesday, I had USC not only winning, but winning big because I had the same feeling you did. I just yep. had no confidence in this football team. 
But the coach and me, as we get closer and closer to the game and you break down the film more and more and more, you realize this isn't not just a game. This isn't just a game that Notre Dame can win. This is a game that, honestly, Notre Dame should win. Because when you break down this USC roster, Ryan, they've got good players. This is not an elite USC roster. If you take, I've said this before, you take Caleb Williams off that football team, and they're at they're four and two right now, and 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 they're four and two against teams that aren't that good. They have zero chance of beating Arizona the way that game played out last week if they don't have Caleb Williams. They don't beat Colorado because they don't jump on them thirty four to seven early without Caleb Williams. Yeah. And so uh, to me, Ryan, this is a game when you look at who Notre Dame is right now. They I don't feel great about it. But you've got to get back on track. And and so to me, when you look at USC's defensive line, they have some talent. But, you know, we're talking about Jamil Muhammad. We're talking about Solomon Bird. They're good football players. This is not the Sean Cody and, you know, all the guys that they used to have on some of those great teams that are future first-round NFL draft picks. You know, they don't have elite players at linebacker. Their safeties aren't a bunch of future first-round picks. This isn't Ohio State 2015 on defense right from a talent standpoint it's it's good but it's far from an elite talented football team there so i think the talent part of it to me is is you know we did that recruiting thing the other day for people to look at star rankings and usc's putting a lot more three stars on the field in this game than notre dame is if you're someone who cares about recruiting rankings and so to me you know 13's the great equalizer you've got to figure out a way to keep him in check and i they need to do it. And it comes down to you've got to win in the trenches. It's not going to be easy, but you've got to win in the trenches. You've got to play with heart. You've got to play with fire. I think if Notre Dame comes out in this game and they have character, then they're going to win. And here's here's my only disagreement with you, Ryan, and I actually think you might even agree with this. If Notre Dame plays with heart and fire and they they want this game and, yep. and coaches just make some 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 changes – I think they win this football game. If they come out and play at all like they did the last two weeks, this game won't be close. That That's kind of where I'm coming from. Like, if it's a close game, I think Notre Dame wins. If USC wins because Notre Dame doesn't, is, doesn't really make the – they don't have that gut check, pride check moment like we need them to have, I don't think it's going to be close. So that's kind of where I'm coming from. And, and, and I and I have faith that they're going to answer the bell. Like I could be com- proven completely wrong. And that's really where my prediction comes from, Ryan. It's just that belief that, you know what, this football team has too many veterans who want to end their careers on, a, on, on the right note that are going to answer the bell this week. That might be more wishful thinking than anything else, but that's kind of where I'm at. I just think if Notre Dame loses, I just think the odds are stronger that it's not really a close game because if they play like they did against Louisville last week yeah it's gonna be a blowout it'll be a blowout yeah I mean it's it's such an interesting matchup because again you have the Notre Dame offense against the USC defense which both the both those units are struggling and you have USC's offense which is a very good unit and Notre Dame's defense that has been a very good unit for the most part this year you know for the majority so it's good against good it's bad against bad it's just it's going to be a very interesting matchup. I just, I think that there are some equalizers in this football game. I think one is that you're not going to completely stop USC offensively because Caleb Williams is Caleb Williams. You're not going to do that. I also think 
I personally just I I don't buy the USC blowing Notre Dame thing out as much, mm-hmm. just because I just don't think that defense is good at all. Like I just Correct. don't I, like I just don't Correct. think that they're gonna shut Notre Dame down completely. Even though I I have no reason to believe that from the Notre Dame side, it's more from the USC side of things. Yeah. So I, I don't. But know, to man. me, we'll it's see. like a a a forty two to twenty four game. Like that's what I'm talking about. Like to me, when you look at the way this team is played offensively, with just getting their butts kicked up front. Because you've even said, look, this USC defensive line does not suck. Talent-wise, talent-wise. I don't think it's, it's great, but it's it, they've got some players. If, if the Notre Dame offensive line plays like they did against Duke and Louisville, Bear Alexander's going to have a game. Dude, this is a, a money game for this kid, right? Isn't he Isn't he a third-year guy, correct? Second-year guy. Second-year guy. He's a true sophomore, yeah. not a retro sophomore. Dude, These are money games for guys like that. That's the whole reason he came to USC was for you know NIL and spotlights and things like that. Yeah, to me, if Notre Dame comes out and they're turning the ball over and they're doing the things they did against Louisville, USC's not gonna. It's not gonna be seven seven at halftime. That's that's my point. Oh, sure. Now, sure. yes, Louisville has a better defense, but I don't think Louisville stopping Notre Dame last week was about Louisville. With all due respect to Louisville, it wasn't about them. Duke stopped Notre Dame. They made plays. They beat Notre Dame physically. So I just I don't I don't know that I that I think that Notre Dame is going to be able to score enough points to make this a game if their offense comes out and plays with the same energy level, the same plan, the same lack of physicality, all those type of things. Uh, so so me saying it won't be close isn't about USC at all. It's about Notre Dame. It's about you. It's about Caleb Williams in Notre Dame. If Notre Dame does do all those things, they establish on the scrimmage, I think they win. And and if Notre Dame plays their game, I think there's a much greater chance that Notre Dame wins convincingly than USC. I think Notre Dame can convincingly win this game if they can put it all together and get back to being the team that they should have been, in my opinion. Because I I don't think that – and I I don't mean any disrespect. I think the USC fans that have been in this channel know that we may be wrong about things, but we always try to be objective – I just don't think this is a super talented USC roster top to bottom. It's it is in spots, but it's just not a typical USC t- team. I I don't think people appreciate. I'll say this: I, I dislike Lane Lincoln Riley a lot personally, but I gotta say I think it's been impressive that he's been able to do what he's done the last two years when you consider what he inherited. He did not inherit a very good roster, and the culture there was terrible. Like somebody in the chat earlier is like, do you think Marcus Freeman's still struggling to overcome the culture of, and I'm like, who do you think inherited a worse culture? Marcus Freeman from Brian Kelly or Lincoln Riley from Clay Helton? You know what I mean? Like they came off a four and eight season. So it's not, it's just not a great, it's just, um, it's not a great roster. They've got a great quarterback and see ya. Uh, so that's the thing for me is if Notre Dame can get back to being the team that they were, then I think they can win convincingly. I don't have faith that they're going to do that because that requires yep. a level of execution that I just don't know that this team on either side of the ball is capable of because that sure. means they're going to have to execute on offense, create game plans, they're going to have to tackle really well. You know what I mean? I just don't see all those things happening. But we'll see. I I still am shocked, though, that after watching the last two games that Notre Dame is favored. I I'm, I got to say, man, I'm still having a hard time coming to grips with that one. This is one of those ones where I hope the odds makers are correct. Yeah, it's um, I don't know, and and the line is kind of stuck the last couple of days as well. Yeah. So you're just kind of like, it's kind of weird. I don't it's know. It's like all the money. That means I've I've had a buddy who's in the game said all the money's going to Notre Dame, like uh, the big money is going to Notre Dame, and I'm like, really? 
Like, okay, I hope they're right. Like, maybe we're too close to it in this instant, Ryan. You know, instance, I, I know, you know, I know there's like, I, I think there's like some running trend where Caleb Williams hasn't been as good on the road as he's been at home. Like, maybe that's a part of it. Notre Dame's at home. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe that's it. I, I, it's, it's odd though, man. Yeah, it is. It very much is. So anyway, Ryan, that's going to be my prediction. Let's do this. I'm going to, my, my game balls is if Notre Dame wins this game, I, I truly yeah. believe that Sam Hartman's going to have to play big time football. He gets my offensive game ball. And if Notre Dame, if defensively, if Notre Dame's going to do enough to stop Caleb Williams, you know, I, I really think it's going to come down to somebody on the defensive line is going to make a couple big sacks in some key moments. I mean, that's just going to, you know, that's going to be, or, or tips a ball that gets picked off, something like that. Because he's still only spot, what's he about, 6'1", six, 6'1 one, six, one and a half? Yeah, he's like 6'1 I mean, and a half. That's the thing is that surprised me is he doesn't get a lot of balls tipped. Now, part is because he can just change his arm angle so effectively and he can just, that guy's coming here, so I just throw a rope this way. You know, it's just, but you know, somebody like that makes a play because, like, that's what kind of what happens in games like this. You remember how Notre Dame got sparked? Because remember when Notre Dame came out against USC in 2017, first drive. I don't know if you remember this, Ryan, but they ran a screen pass to Josh Adams on third down, and if and if Brandon Wimbush hits Josh Adams that ball, he is gone. But he yeah. missed a throw, and and then they get the ball to USC. So the offense kind of sputtered initially, three and out. That next drive, Tavon Coney just rips the ball out of Sam Darnold's hands. Like it, it's got to be something like that that sparks the team. And then Notre Dame went down and scored a touchdown, and then then the route was on. But like it didn't. They didn't come out of the gate just smoking. Went right down the field and scored on USC. They went three and out on the right. first drive. But St- Tavon Coney stepped up and made a play, and boom. And 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 uh, you know Jerry Tillery was money that game. I mean he just was unblockable. Yeah. Julian Aguara made plays, you know, Nick Martin undercut or Nick Martin, Nick Watkins undercuts a corner route that Sam Dar, you know, guys stepped up and made plays. There's going to have to be some of that. So someone on defense is going to have to do that. And, yep. you know, right now, uh, my, my, my I'm, I, if I had to pick a game ball on defense, I'm going to give, I'm going to give one to the D tackles. Somebody up there is going to step up. And, and I just have a feeling if Benjamin Morrison is the kid that I think he is, yep. he's had a couple not great games in a row, in my opinion. I think he's going to step up and make a play in this game as well. That's going to be a, a big time moment for Notre Dame. If Notre Dame wins, I think the game ball goes to both lines, in my opinion, because mm-hmm. I think that that's going to allow Sam Hartman in that run game, especially to get going offensively. And I think defensively, shutting down the run game and making USC super one dimensional is yep. the key thing for the victory. So it's a little bit of a a group effort this week. I think that the offensive line can get a game ball and the defensive line, if they're able to stop the run, maybe it won't be flashy on the box score, but it's incredibly effective. Mm-hmm. I can dig that, man. I can dig yeah. that. So, yeah. so you said, so if Notre Dame wins, that's your game balls. I was going to ask you that. So you read my mind. So I, I dig yep. that. I'm yep. with you on that. I'm with you on that.
sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.